Spreading the floor. We're back. Get get hype. Welcome to spreading the floor. Yes, We're sir. Here. We're here with a special guest today. And I'm back. And and Nigel's back? Are you kidding me? Are you, oh my god! The return. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Hopefully Danny's on camera. That's all good. Yeah, one sec, I gotta I gotta time it up. Yep. Mm. Josh the boss. Josh the boss on SoundCloud. Guys, welcome back. Welcome to the show. How are we all doing today? Everyone doing good. Everyone doing all right. We're doing swell. It's the day of the draft. That's right. Kind of like Christmas Day in some regards, right? Well, almost, but it's almost, almost like one of the most important days in basketball. In, in basketball, especially compounded by the fact that there's been quite a bit of buzz in free agency recently. Yes. So it's almost like Christmas Day and Hanukkah mixed in with Kwanzaa and a birthday all at once. Almost. Is that a hot take? That's a hot. Take. That's definitely a hot take. Well, your man, fucking Chris Paul, he's out. <clears throat> yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of sad. I mean, we got, we got the renaissance of, of not even the renaissance, just we, we've got Tsunami Poppy. He's gonna be taking over 95% of the, uh, the Oklahoma City Instagram. Uh, uh, I, don't know, I don't know what that is. Tsunami po Kelly Oubre, oh, your yeah. guy. Yeah, my man. The guy that you said it's not the most, <laughs> the most attractive man in the NBA <laughs> by far. The guy yeah. that you said you said it's it's not gay to find Kelly Oubre attractive, and no, I, I, I he's attractive. I wholeheartedly agree with you, now. One hundred percent. You know, with a guy that that just, I, I've never seen someone. You know what it is with Kelly Oubre. I've never seen someone that's so pretty, but also wants to throw hands. Because you know what I'm saying. When people are attractive, <laughs> they usually don't have hands. I mean, he's a good-looking kid. He's a good-looking kid, but he yeah. also wants to smoke with everyone. Yeah, well, he has he has heart to go along with. He it. he has heart to go along with. I just I've never seen that before. A very special player can also play a, a, a great game of basketball. So I'm happy yeah. to have him on OKC. We can get into that for sure. We got a bunch of other stuff, bunch of movement around OKC. Yeah. Uh, some of which I'm I'm kind of happy with, and others I'm not so the happy Phoenix with. Suns are looking different. OKC is looking different. Yeah. Rockets are gonna look different. Rockets are gonna look real different. Lakers are gonna look different. You know. So. Bit. A little bit different. A little bit different. But I will say that Dennis Schroeder is a very, very good addition to that team. Yeah, well, yeah. they're definitely only getting better. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it seems like even now, right, if you have a cheat code that is LeBron James with you, you're guaranteed at least a spot in the playoffs. But to yeah. add Dennis Schroeder in there, a great facilitator, I mean, that's too – think about it. LeBron, obviously Rajon Rondo, it's it's the, 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 common, the common belief amongst NBA fans is that – Rajon Rondo is is bouncing, right? Correct. Yeah. Yes. I think that's easy to say. Uh, that's that's easy to assume. I think picking up Dennis Schroeder is is almost like picking up. It's like Rajon Rajon Rondo was great scoring the ball this this playoff series, but I think he's very similar. To, he's a facilitator, obviously not on the same level as Rajon Rondo. Yeah. But he is a facilitator. He can score the ball. He was great for OKC last year. This makes the Lakers an even more deadly team. It does. It, yeah. it absolutely does. The pro the thing is with them is that uh, I don't know how I, I don't know how much they're gonna be able to get in free agency because they're gonna have to pay Anthony Davis. That's like no question. That's true. Dennis Schroeder is well as while him being really good, he also has a pretty big contract. That is true. So I think Rondo will probably go. That's probably that's the assumption. Rondo yeah. Rondo's gonna probably get a good amount of money because he played so well in the playoffs. But uh, Dennis Schroeder is an insurance piece for sure for them, and he should help them. He should help them repeat. The crazy thing is, I was thinking about this the other night, guys. The, the my my main the whole the whole thing the whole weakness that I thought the Heat could have exploited last year in the finals was the lack of that Lakers guard rotation. Yeah. I mean, you remember we could run back the tape. I was saying that I was singing 
uh, I, I was I was singing about that throughout the playoffs. You know, oh, this team's going to give them problems. I thought it was going to be the Rockets with Harden and Russ. It wasn't. I thought it might be the Heat. It wasn't. Okay. Yeah. They've taken that now, and especially because a certain certain players emerged that I didn't think at first would emerge. They've taken those players and essentially, you know, the, the, those players played great. They've taken those players and kind of switched them out with, in some cases, like they got rid of Danny Green mm-hmm. and they added Dennis Schroeder. So in a way, it's only got better. Yeah, they, they upgraded definitely. Yeah, so that's that's a to me that's a scarier that's it's a much more scary. Lakers yeah. team than last year. I mean, he could shoot the three. He'll spread the floor a little bit more. He'll, he'll get back down on uh, on defense. He's a good player. He's very solid. He's just over. Yeah, overall a really really solid uh, solid guard. Yeah, no, I like Dennis Schroeder. Um, and you know, he was always just like a, a good player on a bad team for his whole career, and so now we're gonna see him as well. well hold on, on a good S- team. Slow it down there, pal. You just say something about my OKC team. Yeah, it's a bad team. <laughs> They were, they were in a bad team. <laughs> what is, wait a second, Nigel. Hold on. I mean, he was on Phoenix Suns. Bad team. OKC. Scraping the playoffs. They, they always like, made it into the playoffs. Yeah, scraping it. But, uh, <laughs> scraping it. No, I mean, OKC, like, you got you can say what you want about OKC. Like, okay, know, fair enough. They, 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 they weren't going to do they, anything crazy. They never got it done. That's I'll give you that. Yeah, he was probably a top three player on that team. He was on Atlanta. They were trash. Yeah, which says a lot of because he's not that good. But, like. I mean, come on now. Do you, do you but, think uh, that's because he was there and he was just he looked better than he actually was because he was on a team that was well? I mean, we're gonna for the most part garbage. This is it. This is this is his we're proving ground. Test, yeah, yeah we're the testing year. I mean, he was a six man of the year candidate, which is which is saying something because you're going up against like Lou Will, Montrezl Harrell, then yeah. they're both monsters off the bench, and I believe now you have the best bench guard in basketball. I don't think Lou Williams is all that anymore. I'd say a, a nice runner-up to that too is Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart too, yes, he's he's something special. He, I, I, like I hate Smart. him. I hate him. Cause I love him because he's a guy when he's not on your team, you hate him. Right. You hate yeah. him when he's not on your team, but when he's on your team, you absolutely love him. That's, I love players like that. Yeah, that's that, that's pretty much you summed that up pretty well. Then I think that's a perfect way to s- describe Marcus Smart because yeah. I've been in the room with a Heat fan and a Celtics fan, yeah. Jerry, as you know. Yes. He'll be listening to this, and Jerry and me love him because I'm a Celtics fan. When I'm not an OKC fan, they're my kind of secondary team. But I could see when so like when they're facing off against the Heat, yeah. and it's like, oh man, just a, it's so annoying. Like, defensive dog gets it done late game scenarios. This playoffs, he started popping threes, yeah. started getting better offensively. It's like, whew, just a great six man, and also a guy that that, I mean that that Celtic system, man. I I don't know how much you could say about that Celtic Celtic system without already like I, we've already sung their praises so many times in this podcast. Yeah. So I'm not gonna go and I'm not gonna drudge up old material, but. Man, talk about a guy that just fits in so well at the sixth position, at the sixth man position. He is tailor made for that position. Okay, well, Lakers get better. We decided that. Does OKC get better? No. OKC gets better in the long run. Sam yes. Presti's got. They got 17 first round picks in the next like 10 years or so. That's insane. Yeah. What Danny just said, a hundred thousand yeah. million times. I thought the other day when they made this trade, because we got we got Kelly Oubre, we got Jalen. How do you pronounce his last name? I apologize. I think it's LeCue. LeCue? I, I, I could be wrong because I've, I've been watching videos and I've seen it like pronounced like 10 different ways. Yeah, guys, so. Mr. Mr. Overtime. Yes. <laughs> Jalen LeCue from the G League, the human highlight machine. Like that right. guy, I'm sure you've seen him on, on, on Bleacher Report dunking from the three to the line, like yeah. outstretched hands. We got him. So a great scoring machine. At least we'll tank in style. You know, we'll tank with a couple of highlights. I mean, yeah, questions. you got Hamadou Diallo and Jalen LeCue. That's going to be fun to watch. Right, right, right. And then we also received, it was more first round picks. Yeah, it was a top 10 protected, right? I think it's – so the way I think it works actually, is I that it it's like in 2022, 
And then, like, I think it's, like, each year it gets, like, less and less protected or more yeah. and more. Pro- I, I don't know how it works. I've, I haven't okay. seen that. I, I have it here. That's why we, we have the notes for this podcast. So the Oklahoma City Thunder have traded Chris Paul to the Phoenix Suns for players in a first-round draft pick on Monday. The Suns sent Ricky Rubio, obviously, Kelly Oubre, Ty Jerome, Jalen LeCue, and a 2022 first-round pick to Oklahoma City. The first-round pick is protected from the first 12 picks in 2022, the first 10 picks in 2023, and the first eight selections in 2024 is unprotected in 2025. So, so they got. I think they're gonna bank on them. Like, I think they're gonna bank on them just being trash in 2025. I think so. Like, they're, they're, it's really, it's really. OKC is essentially going full tank mode. Yeah. 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 Well, they have been. Yeah, well, this year, I feel like this year, everyone thought, even maybe partic- potentially yeah. the Oklahoma City Thunder yeah. thought it was going to be a, a yeah. tank year for them, and it didn't just ended up not going that I way. I think they were trying. Ever since when they, when they made that Westbrook trade, I think that was their plan. It's just like, yeah. okay, we'll, we'll see where we can go from here. But I don't know. We got to see. Only the future, the future can say. I, b- I bet these kids come out and, and make a splash bigger than they expected, too. Well, that's always – I feel like isn't that, isn't that, in a way – think about this gentleman here, right? Isn't that kind of the M.O. with Oklahoma City is like they're always, for instance, when they had Russ, like they were making it into the playoffs, but they never were able to get it. Are they going to be in that limbo where it's like, okay, well, we want to tank when they when they want to overexceed expectations. They just kind of hang back from that margin a little bit when they want to tank. It's always like, hey, they're surprisingly competitive and they make it into the playoffs. Could we be seeing something like that? Uh, Do they not know how to? I don't know. And the thing is, I, I the, the thing is that if this was any other team, it'd be a problem that they're in limbo. But they got Shagio Alexander, who's like 21 years old. Kelly, terrific Oop, player, terrific. terrific. He's guard. very fun to watch. You yes. got you got Kelly. Now you got the best looking person in the NBA. Yeah, uh, Kelly Oubre. I'm telling you, ticket sales will go up by. <laughs> the, your girlfriend's favorite player will will increase the ticket sales by 20. percent Yes, uh, and then you, they're probably going to trade Stephen Adams, which yeah. I which I hate to see because he's been there for a while. I, I hate to see it too as an OKC fan, but good move. Uh, but then they got like like seventeen first round picks, so like they could they could be fun, they could be good, but also be in a good spot to rebuild. Yeah, they can do like they're in a rare position where I feel like they can juggle it, so it doesn't really matter what the regular season record is because they'll be able they'll have the first round assets to trade up if they need to and trade back if they need to. True. Yeah, yeah we're we're really we we set each, we're set ourselves up for a great great yeah. future. You yeah. and the you and the Pelicans. David Griffin's trying to rival Sam Presti for that. I'm telling you, man. These Pelicans. We got to get into the Pelicans in a little bit too because I think they they really got they, a lot better. They got so much added for Drew Holiday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The thing is, it's not even a bad trade for the Bucks. It's not at all. A lot of people are putting hate on Drew Holiday's name. I don't think he's. I don't listen. Don't get me wrong. I don't think he puts Giannis over the hump in terms of in terms of of, of getting to the finals. I, it might because they they added Bogdanovich too. Well, they, oh, that's true. They did add, they did add uh, Bogdanovich. It might. Drew Holiday is arguably the best defensive uh, guard in basketball. He's gonna be able. He's gonna actually perform in the playoffs, unlike Eric Bledsoe, and he's gonna go back to his natural position at point guard. That's well, true. I think man. It depends on what the Nets are gonna do. That's what yeah, I was that say. is true. The, that was if yeah. the Nets are in their way, man, and and if Harden goes to the Nets, this is a this is a completely different ball game we're talking about here. Yeah. Yes. The, Harden goes to the Nets. It don't matter who the Bucks add. It's 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 a Nets it, It'll it's gonna be it'd be tough for them. But and, and you know what though the thing is if Harden goes to the Nets I don't even know if they're gonna make the finals. Oh they they probably would make the finals. But it's it's not guaranteed. It's it's them if, if they can stay healthy. It's if they can yeah. stay. Mm, I I definitely I think it's without a doubt first seed in the East. No, first, with, with, first, fi- first, finals, first finals lock. If, if KD, Kyrie, and Harden are all healthy on the same team, it's a finals lock, first seed. 
I think it with potential NBA championship. The ceiling I'd put them at for a guaranteed spot is definitely a deep playoff run. At the very minimum, it's a conference finals. But for a team like that, it's finals or bust for them. Yeah. Yeah, but I the whole thing. Me and kind of me and me and Danny were, were talking about it before the failed live stream attempt, right before this podcast actually. All those personalities. Now you brought up the great point, Danny, that, that Katie's not really like that. But my whole thing with this is Kyrie, Harden, those two guys. They both like to score the ball. They're both known to kind of get a little bit when their usage goes down. They're not too happy. Yeah. Danny brought up. Danny brought up a great point. How that, that's a lot of mouths to feed. You know? Yeah, but Harden and KD played together before. That's true too. But they, Russell, they Russell, and Russell and Harden also played together before the season. Yeah, well, Ru- Russell's, Russell's Russell's a whole different animal. Russell's a different story. We'll talk. We'll talk about him going to Knicks land potentially. I know well, you're. We're, we're talking about Harden. You know, he's a good passer. He doesn't. He doesn't need to score all the time. You know, the only reason he really was. I mean, you look at you look at his at his Rockets run before Chris Paul and Harden got. I mean, and Westbrook got there. I mean, he was facilitating. He was doing what he could do to score the ball. That's true. And, and like, if, 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 if that means a, a, a dump to, to KD in the post, that means a dump to KD in the post, you know? That's true. And I yeah. guess you could say D'Antoni probably has something to do with that, too. Yeah. yeah. And he also has, he has said that he kind of wants to be an offensive more ball movement. Yeah. So that that's was, a good point. Uh, that's what I was going to bring up, too. I I don't know, man. If Listen, I'm not saying that they're not – there, there's not. I give it like a seventy, maybe even an eighty percent chance they make the finals. But to me, there's always, and you, I think you mirrored the sentiment, Danny. This could either go really well or, or really horribly. There's no in between. There's, yeah. you know what I mean. Like the same thing with the, it. Kind of like mirrors the Rockets, mirrors the Rockets situation, but with more talent. Like that's the thing I said about the the Rockets before the season last year was like this could either be a really really good experiment or a really really horribly failed experiment. Well, it's like you know Lakers in 2011 when they got uh. They got Steve Nash and Dwight Howard. You know, they thought that was a definite lock for an NBA yeah. championship, and they didn't uh, even make it past the second round. Yeah, sure. it was. Or like the Danny, you might know more about this. The Cleveland Browns. Yes. Remember uh, that team with the yes. with OBJ. OBA, this, this last year, they were the uh, they were the off season champions. Yeah. OBJ, Lar- Jarvis Landry, Kareem Hunt, Kareem Nick Chubb, yeah, Baker right. Mayfield coming off a good season and just completely it d- just d- didn't work. Dissolved. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I. I listen. There, on paper, there's no reason this team shouldn't be great. The yeah. only thing is that it might take some time to like gel get, to gel because they've had they're they're not gonna have a full off season. That's I think that was that's, th- that's not a lot no of rest. Start. So, and not only are Kyrie and KD not used to playing together, none of those three on the same court are used to playing together. Maybe outside of like Team USA and then Harden and KD like ten years ago. I don't know. That's that's my main. That's my whole thing is the the, the skill. The talent level is there to make a finals appearance, if not win at all. Yeah. I still think LeBron's in their way because LeBron, I, I've, I've been convinced that LeBron's basketball players can just trump anyone in the NBA. I agree. But I, I, definitely on paper, this team should make it. I just always have my, my, uh, my tribula- or my I don't want to say my tribulations, but my, um, my worries. Yeah. About about a team like this, where they're so stacked, they're so they're going to be so pronounced in this in the East, especially because the East is, yeah. is historically weak. It you is. Know? So, I think on paper it should be good, but uh, something tells me that, that that this could go horribly wrong. Well, you know, it's maybe I'm just a maybe I'm a Debbie Downer. I don't know. Their only their only their only weakness is going to be their own heads. That's what I'm saying. Obviously, but you also yeah. I think you know KD and Kyrie are coming off a very long off season. They're going to be coming off a. Uh, coming off injury and stuff uh they had a lot of time to you know sit down and catch their breath and everything and when they come back they're probably not going to want to be in the driver's seat anyway because because of that injury 
So I, I, I feel like the opposite might happen where they want to get back on the court and start. Because I know Kyrie, I mean, I know you, I'm sure you gentlemen both heard what Kyrie was talking about. We covered it on our, uh, on our Free Buddy podcast. Kyrie was talking spicy, how they might not have a new head coach or might not have a true head coach. And that, you know, him and, and, and Hart or him and KD were, there's, a, there's another guy that can make that shot too. So I think actually on the flip end of that, there might be very, very high expectations from both gentlemen to get back out there and perform. Yeah, well, you usually don't come out 100% after injury. Well, yeah. And so that's, that they're going to be on limited minutes. That is true, and that's also, I guess, to your credit with uh, Harden, uh, that's another advantage trading for Harden. Harden is a player that really has never had, like, any major injury. That's true. You can yeah. lean on him. You can le- you can bank on him. To, you can bank yeah. on especially with his play style. It's a, fair, it's a safe trade. So, like, if KD were to need to, like, rest on a back-to-back or Kyrie could rest on a back-to-back they could afford to do that because not only could Horn pick up the offensive load he'd be able to play like the entire game pretty much yeah. right all right yeah I, and another thing too I wanted to just discuss briefly is that Nets without Katie and Kyrie and Harden already have a, a pretty solid young team right yeah you Spencer Dinwiddie yes you have but Carlos if, Avert. if they're gonna trade for Harden they're gonna lose like half of those guys Oh, that's true too well that that's I guess that was what I was trying to get to is like how do you address that right because you, obviously, if they trade for Harden, that's going to be a win-now move for both parties. Because Harden, I'm assuming, wants to win now, right? Like, yes. he understands that his, tra- his his window for winning a chip with the Rockets is, yeah, at this over, point, pretty yeah. much dissolved. So he wants to go to the Nets. Nets also want to make a win-now move. They wouldn't have done that if they didn't pick up KD and Kyrie. I, I think also you have to look at the side of it where you have guys like Carl Zavert that, that showed out in the playoffs, have shown promise, you know, where do you want to go if you're the Nets? Do you want to fork off on a road? I mean, th- I, I, I'm getting shades of that trade for Joe Johnson. Remember that? Yes. When I they do. went all in and and literally nothing happened. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's it's gonna be. I don't know. Obviously, it's not comparable because, you know, two of the guys while they are coming off injury are, are very prolific yeah. players in the NBA. Same with Harden, and Harden hasn't been coming off of injury. But it's just something to keep in mind. Where it's like, do you want to hold on to your to your youth? You know, well, we don't even know if he's gonna go. Well, that's that's Nets. another he thing I was talking Philly. about. Philly, yeah, was Philly was a top destination. I know the. I was reading into this before that uh, the Rockets, the Rockets are fine going into the season with unhappy Westbrook and unhappy Harden. Yeah, they, don't, they, said, they don't care. They said yeah. we're 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 putting our feet down, right? Yes. Like we're not. We, if we can't find anything that's suitable, we're not. They, they, they have a pretty hefty asking price for both yes, them, as they, they should. They said uh, to me, this is what I got. They said uh, they wanted a proven young star yep. and a bunch of, picks, bunch of picks, aka they want Ben Simmons. Yeah. That that's the that's that's the only that's the only thing I could possibly think of. Unless you consider Karras or Levert or Jared Allen a young star, the Nets don't have the pieces. Uh, the the yeah. like the Sixers that realistically they don't want to move Simmons, but Daryl yeah. Moore is there and he said he wants to get Harden. Yeah, well, I'd take Harden over Simmons. I, I think Harden, I think everyone would, especially because of the contract. Yeah, exactly. You know? The con- the contracts work. I mean, you had to by throwing a couple filler players here and there, but that that's pretty much I feel like the asking price at this point, especially with the holiday trade. They're getting five first round picks because there's like two pick swaps, three unprotected picks or whatnot. Yeah, they're gonna ask for. They, Harden's gonna get. As, they're as gonna they get should. a lot for Harden if they trade him. I think. I think they should get a lot for Harden. I don't see what, any yeah. reason why they shouldn't. I don't know about Russ though. This Russ. might be. This, this might be me hanging. You know, starting to hop on the uh, the Russ hate train here. But uh, I think a lot of people are, and I don't blame him. But well, the, I, oh, go ahead, Nudge. I was gonna say he is entering the second half of his career. His athleticism he's, is down. He's slowing his, down. You his know, skill level is definitely on the decline. He's not really able to, to you know transform into his into his older self that well so and the thing is too i don't want to just sorry to cut you off there nudge i don't want to just base it off of the bubble playoffs 
because he didn't have a he, I mean he was injured and he came back and he, he didn't play the best I just think that overall like Russ has regressed it's it's like, also uh, did I cut you off or? no 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 go 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 I was gonna say uh it's uh, the fact that he still he needs the ball in his hands like you can look at these straights off the charts regardless of where he is and he just still thinks he's the the guy he oh he's I don't think that's ever left his mindset that he's not the guy. We gotta we gotta call that guy Kyle because he keeps he keeps for literally he keeps for Kyrie and for Russell Westbrook. So we'll call him later in the show. You can tell him about that because I need backup, bro. He swears to God that he doesn't have a cape on. But we'll go, sorry, go ahead. My fault. But like he still thinks he's the best player. He can't obviously he can't shoot. He shot like twenty five percent from three this year. Yeah. And it's the game. His game. I've never seen a player that is so talented. With so little trade value, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. It's it's unreal. And the two the two teams that want to trade from the Knicks and the Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know if the Knicks should trade for him, but I, I, would, I, I don't think the, he I should go the there. Knicks, I say the Knicks, you know, sign him and during when his contract. I mean, is that's up. like another like two years or so, right? I'm not sure. Do you want to do you want to lock that in for that amount of time? Because think about it: if you're the Knicks, you want promising young players. Yeah, you want to be in that stage where you're building up, you're getting somewhere. Russ is quite literally the opposite. He doesn't, like Danny said, he doesn't really have a lot of leadership qualities. You know, like he's going to be the guy. He's going to be a ball-dominant guard. He's going to score the ball. But what is he really going to do for your team? We saw it in, in spades at OKC. He can't get it done. You know, like, sure, he'll, he'll win you games, but at the end of the day, he's, he's, just, he's a scorer. Yeah, but you don't you don't want to you don't want to sign Westbrook because you want him to get it done. That's not what you want if you're, if you're the Knicks. You want a veteran presence on the team. You but want someone as, as a veteran, as a veteran presence though, like he doesn't he doesn't help people. He That's just, what I'm saying. Like he kind of just like, you know, like he doesn't really help out like his teammates. Like he's just he does not gonna, he's gonna stunt the development. He's of not the, a, like, he's not a vocal leader. Is not saying he's not a vocal leader. I'm he saying might be a little like bit too vocal. Uh, I'm saying like on the court, he's gonna stunt because he needs the ball so much. He's gonna stunt the development. That's, what I, that's all I'm saying. I agree with. He's gonna stunt the development, and I'm not trying to hate on Russ. Russ is really fun to watch. Yeah, he but was. I, I it's just he's gonna stunt the development of those younger players because it, they're not gonna get the ball in their hands. It's just a it's a bad it's a bad look on the court. It's not not a bad look. It's just a bad fit. Right, because you, you want guys like R.J. Barrett getting the ball. You want guys like Mitchell Robinson getting the ball. You know, depending on who you guys draft, if you trade up, I've heard rumors about that in the draft that you guys might try to get a higher position. Yeah, but R.J. Barrett doesn't know what to do once he has the ball. You, I, that's I, true. I that's think, what you you got to teach that. I think Westbrook would be a good veteran president on the court. He would show them, you know, his mentality is off the charts. He probably has the best mentality in the NBA One for of the 10, best, yeah, for 10 for sure. years running now. I mean, I can't name a player that has more of a winning mentality than Russ. He's not going to translate to that much more wins. But he doesn't need to. The Knicks don't want to start winning right now. They want to continue doing bad and continue piling up those draft picks. I think he goes to the Knicks. They don't trade. They don't give anything for him. They just sign him. He's a good veteran presence. He finishes out his last years on the Knicks. He rides off into the fucking sunset. That's what I'm saying. I, but the, the, you as a, as a Knicks fan, man, I feel like the Knicks, if they sign him, would be in a, in a sort of limbo. Like, he might win you guys 10 more games on the season, but at the end of the day, you guys would still be the Knicks. You'd still have his contract for, like Danny said, two more years. No, we don't. We don't trade no, for him. No, he's going to wait till two, wait two more offseason. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. Sign him. Wait, wait for wait excuse me. Oh, okay. It's going right. to come down to for in that situation to come down to what he's asking for then. Because yeah. I don't, I don't know what Russ would want. I'm just, just the thing is, if you guys bring Russ on board, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's an upward. I don't know if you're moving up anywhere. Look, you know, you, you maybe can, in the Eastern Conference, sure, but but I, I don't know, man. You don't want to move up. 
that's what I'm saying. We as the Knicks, you don't want to move up. We don't want to get into the playoffs. But two e- two down. years down the line, maybe that changes. I doubt it. I, I mean, I, yeah, I that's, that's, a, yeah that's true. I wouldn't say that soon. <laughs> but what I will say is, you can say anything you want about his athleticism. I'll be the first one to tell you right in here that he's getting worse. But right. as far as leadership mentality. That's the kind of stuff you need on your team, especially when you got a group of young players. I just, I don't, I, maybe off the court, sure. And I, I, I agree with you about the the veracity that he brings to the game, right? Because he's, ah, you know what I'm saying? He goes down the, the, the lane, he, he slams yeah. one home, tomahawks it. Ah, he brings energy. I just yeah. don't know if he brings leadership. It's, it's one thing to bring energy. It's another thing to be, like, for instance, I'm trying to think of, of, of what type of players are maybe more quiet, but they could bring leadership to a team. Like a guy like Tim Duncan. Right, like where yeah. he's more quiet, but he's wise. He's like a he's like a, 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 a an Obi Wan Kenobi, right? Of like a you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Am I making the correct reference there? Yeah, you are. Okay, like you want you want an Obi Wan Kenobi on the court. I just don't know if well, Russell le- Westbrook is that. Leadership comes in all shapes and sizes. That could be true. I, I'm not saying you know. I just you, you want you want you when you got a small when you got a young group of kids, you want someone there to show them the way. You, you could also saying? you could also get a guy like a Udonis uh, Udonis Hasin. Udonis Udonis Haslam. Udonis Haslam. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, but Udonis Haslam. He's not. He's, sucks. Hey, lay off my guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he sucks. He doesn't get any playtime. But he's like forty. Give him a break. I'm I'm surprised they signed him to one point five mil. I'm not gonna lie. Um, he is the guy. Like we saw over the course of the finals, he'd be coaching the Heat players as they came off. Right. So your I guess that's also a little bit to your point. Coaching comes in or or, or leadership, leadership comes in all shapes and yeah. sizes. I'd rather have a guy like that for the Knicks, where they get a bargain bin deal. He's not going to tamper with the team at all with the development. In fact, he's going to help it. I just don't know. To Danny's point, I think if you have Russell Westbrook on that team, he's getting the brunt of the offense on the floor. I just don't know. I don't know if that's going to help the other team. I think the Knicks need someone to take the brunt of the offense. They're not scoring by themselves. You put you put that you put that starting five on the floor and then you take them off and you put the next squad. None of those good kids are, are asking for the ball and scoring. You put Westbrook on that team. You got someone that's that's like kind of you know leading them in a way, showing them how to do it. He's gonna ask for the ball. None of those, none of those kids get the ball and don't know. RJ Barrett gets the ball. He has no fucking idea what to do. They get the ball and then they do, they don't score. They lose all their games. That's that's why the Knicks are doing so bad. However, you get a guy like Russell, Russell Westbrook coming on the floor. You give him the ball. The kids don't know what to do. They pass it back out. Westbrook would do something. Sometimes it goes in. Sometimes it don't. But at least they see that. At least, and you know he's going to help during practices. He's going to help in off season. He's going to be. He's going to be. And he's vocal. He's a leader. He's a he's a veteran. You kidding me? He's, he's, he was on he was on the OKC with, with Harden and 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 KD. The kid knows what he's doing. I mean the thing, but the whole my counter arguing to that is the fact that uh, the the Victor Oladipo thing when uh, Harden and Victor Oladipo were on the same backcourt together. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they made the playoffs that year, but Victor Oladipo was a spot up shooter then. Yeah. And then uh, it just didn't really work. It didn't really mesh well because as you Westbrook had the ball in his hands all the time, and then Oladipo leaves. And he becomes Victor Oladipo. And well, now to more of an extent. Yeah, to more of an, now the injury is kind of. Eh, I don't know how he's gonna look, but he had an all star season next year. Which is that because of Russ? I don't know, but all I'm saying is, I think me and Danny are, are kind of stating the same point here. Is that I th- I agree with every part of what you're saying except the on court part. Yeah. I think he's great off the court. I just maybe like I don't I don't understand. I I just think that he'd be great off the court. I, I don't know if he'd be good on the court. I'm not gonna lie to you. I mean, I just and we're also just, we're, just not, we're not asking him to take us to the finals though. Yeah, I'm not that, say, is, no, that is true. That's a good you point. I'm not saying you take you ask him to take you to the finals either. I'm just saying I think you guys should tank. And if Russell Westbrook is scoring, that might also I want to open up this other point. 
Russell Westbrook scoring all over the place might actually win you guys a few other games and, and negatively affect your tank. But you just said that he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't lead to wins. He in does. I said. I said. I said. He give you a few extra games. Yeah, I'm not saying. A few extra I'm saying games, in the grand. Yeah. I said in the grand scheme of things, like when it comes to getting it done in the big stage, he doesn't do that. Yeah. Well, no. He's not. I mean, he's gonna add a, a couple, a couple, a couple extra games. But I mean, I, I don't know. I see. I mean, if he if he's finishing out the last couple of years on on the Knicks, I don't see any problem with that at all. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's just the juxtaposition of time, like age. But yeah. I guess we can yes. agree to disagree. We always we always do that on this pod. We want to talk about we talked we kind of touched on the, the Bucks. We could touch on you want to touch on New Orleans a little bit. Yeah, I'm good with whatever you guys want to do. So New Orleans, obviously, I mean, just just a, a talented young team, man. Yeah, just a, a scary looking young team. It's it's gonna be fun. I don't know how they're gonna juggle in the minutes between George Hill, Lonzo, and Eric Bledsoe. But down the line, that's gonna be that is gonna be fun to watch. I'd say out of that rotation, either Lonzo or or, or Bledsoe probably gets the most, right? Probably. I mean, they might flip Bledsoe at this point because. Yeah. I think I think it's just trade stock. Yeah. yeah. A, lot, a lot of those. Could yeah, be. you're right. They, they by far have the brightest future in the NBA. It's easily. Out of all the young teams, or just yeah, like out of, yeah. out of all the young teams. Well, do you still consider Denver a young team, or are they just are they there? I think they're like little. They're a little bit past the young mark. You know, like okay. with this with this playoffs this year, I think they're I think they should be considered in the fold now as a more mature team. Yeah. Okay. Does that make any sense? No, it yeah. does. You're right. You're right. You know what I mean? So I think you could definitely consider them up in that little echelon. Um, but yeah, I agree, Nigel. I mean, Jesus, talk about this Pelicans team, yeah, man. Yeah, I know. They, I can't. The David Griffin deserves like every gold star that fifth graders get ever. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he turned Anthony Davis and Drew Holiday into like. 15 first round picks that's yeah. unbelievable like Anthony Davis yeah. you're gonna get those picks because Anthony Davis but Drew Holiday getting five picks out of that is unreal and in the short as term, good as Drew Holiday is and, and in the short term Lakers won it seems like the trade but at the same time long term <laughs> did I say long term for the first time no, I said short, yeah you said short, short term short, right short term it seems like Lakers won but long term yeah come on man yeah you're right I, I yeah. think he definitely deserves a, a free pizza party you know what I'm Absol- saying absolutely Give that man a free pizza party. I just think that like I'm also especially excited to see uh, Zion in there because we got a we kind of got like a you got we got a taste. We got a little taste. We we got a we got a, an isolated taste of what Zion can do. I think he's gonna be very special. Well, the Pelicans are the 2027 NBA champions, man. Yes. <laughs> 2027. Well, five years, six, five, seven, seven, seven. Thanks for counting. <laughs> I can't count. Sorry, I haven't taken a math class in a couple Dude, years. if we're still doing this podcast in seven years and we go back and they're actually the champions. Then we're going to come back. Well, the thing is you got to hold on to this footage and then once you're – whenever you're done, just put that out there and be like, yeah, I called this seven years ago. What's up? I did, I'm did. i calling it right now, man. There you go. We'll give, we'll give you a free pizza party. Yes. Oh, I'm waiting You and it. Dave Griffin both. <laughs> you guys are going to be at the same pizza party. Yes. All right, what do we want to talk about next, guys? We uh, got 30 minutes. We can open up the phones pretty soon. I We got the draft. That's That's in a few hours. That uh, is in a few hours. Wow. It's up to you guys. You want to want to talk about that for a bit? The day, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, yeah. we, we could talk. We, I, I think I know. I know about the, the top prospects like Den, Denny Denny Avdiva. Avdida. I've not Avdida? I, If he's good, I'll learn how to pronounce his name. Yeah. Well, he. I, it seems like he might be. He's very well rounded. I like him. Yeah. He's, out, he's a kid out of Israel. Yeah. yeah. He played in uh, for for Tel Aviv, I think. Yeah. He should be. He's a good playmaker, and uh, it's yeah. They have him going to the Bulls at four. Uh, I, I have him going to uh, the Cavs at five. 
Hey, hey, we got we got two mocks then. I think Here the Cavs here. could it's, use them. I didn't yeah. even I I didn't know we were making I a mock draft. I got, I got CBS Sports. Oh, no, CBS Sports. Okay. Yeah. It's it's like we, it's gonna be. Uh, I got him. I, I got mean, him going five to Cleveland yeah. as well. Okay, yeah, I guess I'm just wrong then. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I, I just I literally. They're dude, all mock drafts. We're not yeah, gonna know it's those yeah, guys. yeah. True. I I had this more on my computer just so I could see who had what draft position. So yeah. don't think that you're you know what I'm saying any any more right than we are. I just, I just like the kid. I think yeah. he just. I was watching uh, the Ringer. Shout out to them, and they were doing draft evaluations. I think he's great. Uh, I think he's always like he's basically the Euro the Euro League stereotype where it's like a well-rounded player coming out Play, has had a lot of experience. Playmaker and all that. Playmaker, stuff. yeah. Um, he just kind of differs from from a lot of players in that he doesn't really have a, a shot off the dribble. If what I'm if what I'm to be told is to be believed, he doesn't really have a shot off the yeah. dribble. He's pretty solid. I, I'm trying to remember all the statistics I heard, but doesn't really have a shot off the dribble. He's pretty solid from from a catch and shoot, uh, catch and shoot situation. Excuse me, and on the wing, um, and just some of his decision making needs to be ironed out. But as the guy in the ringer made the point of, you can that that gets ironed out in the NBA. Yeah, you yes. know, like when you get when you obviously when you play with better competition, you're gonna it's just gonna happen that way. Yeah, you know, it's just natural. Well, is Lamelo Ball a lock for number one? I uh, honestly now at, at for if you told me twelve hours ago, no. But after is but it after what Anthony Edwards after said? Anthony Edwards said I don't like basketball I don't really <laughs> love basketball yeah you, what the yeah, what is he that. smoking <laughs> he, I don't I, know, what he was I don't know if about. he hates Minnesota I don't know if he's just telling the truth like, it like he, Anthony Edwards to me was the best player into this draft he had the brightest future and, and then, then, he, he, then he said that and it was like what just, like, like that, what are you talking that's about that's got man? Andrew Wiggins written all over it to me in my opinion you think so yeah, you think he's gonna be the next Andrew Wiggins I don't know if he will be the next Andrew, next Andrew Wiggins but the, the blueprint is there is he that, is he is projected the, to go to Minnesota he is projected to go to Minnesota talk, talk about that yeah. he'd be a great fit for that organization just the complacency there yeah I, I don't have him going to Minnesota where I you have him I who wait wait uh Edwards Ed, Edward, yeah, Anthony, Anthony Edwards. Edwards I have him going to Hornets number three well, yeah I mean, interesting yeah yours says Lamelo going one right yeah, Lamello, and I also he, do agree with that. Yeah, Lamelo probably will go number one now at this point because I'd say so. It just it just makes sense. I think now. I think he should have went number one even before twelve hours. Well, he ago. has a great Lamelo. The thing I like about Lamelo is he's he's pre, he's a big point guard. Yeah, he's he's like six. I remember six. I remember when like the Ball Brothers were a thing and everyone was gang on him for yeah. being like five ten. But people didn't realize that he was like twelve. Yeah, and he didn't hit puberty yet and yeah. didn't grow. And now he's like a six six. God. God. He will, the way the, the feel he has for the game and the way he slows the offense down is something special to watch. Like that guy can pass, he can make any pass you'd want him to, right? He slows down the offense. The thing I like about him, he's got a shot. He's got great fundamentals. He's got a little bit of a flashy aspect to him. And he's confident. And very, he's confident. Very confident. Yeah, he's, now, he just sees stuff that other people don't see. Yes. Yeah. Basketball. He see you, you can be watching a game from from the watching it on the TV, and he'll see stuff that you don't see. Yeah, yeah. offensively, Absolutely. he's a great point guard. I know there's been some questions about his defense. Kind of slacks off on defense. Yeah, that I think that'll that'll come with – I think that he'll he'll figure that out. Yeah. I, I'm confident. He's 6'6". He's six, six. Um, if you're a 6'6 six, six point guard and not good at defense, I feel like that's kind of a problem. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. if, if correct me if I'm wrong, if you're if you're up there at six 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 seven, that you have the flexibility to guard the two three. You know what I'm Maybe saying? Maybe even the four. Maybe even the four. Yeah. So that may if he if he gets his defense up to that point to your point, uh, Danny, you know he's gonna have that flexibility. I mean, think about it, dude. With the offense, the offensive flexibility he has, and then you get him on defense, and then the defensive flexibility if he's able to guard the one two three four spots. That's it, crazy. It, it's nice, and that's a nice luxury to have if you're an NBA team. Man. Yeah. Him. Him and D'Lo, uh, can I don't, I don't, I don't, the thing is, can they uh, 
I mean, I don't think D'Lo can. Can uh, can Lamella play off the ball or no? That that's gonna be important. If he can play, if one of them can play off, like if if DeAndre Russell can, then it's fine. But if one of them can play off the ball from each other, it'll work really well. Well, correct me if I'm wrong. D'Lo served a little bit of time under Golden State, right? Yeah. yeah, but like it wasn't wasn't all that extensive. But perhaps he learned. A l- I mean, I know maybe. that team kind of runs their offense. Yeah, that, that's how that. that's how Durant figured it out. Yeah, so it might have rubbed off on him. I don't know. I yeah. hope he did. I I love D'Angelo Russell. I like the Tim. I like this Timberwolves team a lot. They're young, and they at one point had the brightest future. Then Jimmy Butler happened, but Jimmy <laughs> Butler was right, and Jimmy and Andrew Wiggins was wrong. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I, that that was also something I, I had questions about was the the combination of Lamelo and. D'Lo, I, I just I don't know. It, it seems like again on paper, money, right? I, like I think he's a, I think Lamelo's a star. I think he's better today, regardless of everything draft, else. Yes, than Lonzo was on his draft day. I don't. That's that's tough. Into what mean, in terms of hype? No, in not in terms, terms of, of skill, hype, but in, in, terms skill? Of, in terms of who's a better basketball player. I mean, he's just he's just better. Well, I'm trying to think back. I think he's by I think he's by far the best basketball player in this draft, and I think that he's better than his brother was at this age. I think the thing is that what Lamelo can do and what Lonzo could never do was create for himself. That and that's important. That's I, I don't I think it might be. Is it too late for him to get that? No. But well, Lonzo's kind of had a bell curve. I think he's on the uptick. Yes. You know. And but uh, that is true. I guess offensively, yes, because he can, he can play he can play make just as good as his brother. He can shoot probably better than his brother. And I was gonna say he might be times. well he might be well more more well rounded than his brother and he too. He has ten times the confidence. He has t- his, yeah. his brother never had the confidence. And he fixed his jump brother. shot too. If it's if Lamelo was if Lamelo was in or last sort of. year's draft, he would have went right under Zion. Like I think he's better than R.J. Barrett. I think Lamelo's better. Oh, than I thought you were about to say I don't Zion. think he's not better than Ja. I was gonna say I thought you were gonna say Ja, no, and I was like careful. Better. He's not better than Ja Morant, but he's better. Who went number two last year? Ja. Ja. He would. Yeah, he would have went three. It was R.J. Barrett. Yeah, he probably went. Well, he. He might have went to, but I think Ja will, will have a, had a better rookie yeah. year than Lamelo will. Ja's Ja's but, crazy. I, mean, I love Ja. Look, look, the only problem Lamelo has is that he's the, a little skinny. Like he the, needs, he needs to go to the gym. He needs to put on. But some that weight. comes with the NBA too. I mean, yeah. I know they have great you, nutrition you see, programs. Remember, remember Giannis rookie year? Yeah. yeah. That guy, that guy was a twig. Yeah, but if Lamelo can get in there and put on some serious now he's muscle. <laughs> If Lamelo can get in there and put on some serious muscle, I don't see why he can't be a star. Same no, thing with I uh, agree. Same I thing agree. with with talking about Denny. Den- same thing with Denny, man. Denny, he, Denny's was, in, Denny's interesting. He's gonna be a player to me. It depends on where he goes. If he goes to the Bulls, to me, it's a great fit because the Bulls have they have Levine and Kobe White who really don't play make that well. Not that they can't, but they're not that good at it. Denny can be a guy that can get every, set everything up. Kobe White and Zach Levine can do their thing. Yeah. Yeah, and Kobe White, Kobe White. I mean, excuse me, not Kobe White. Kobe White's also a great player, but Zach Levine, man, like we talked about it on podcast, he has the ability to be the guy in terms of scoring, and and you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So yeah, I think he'd be a great fit for the Bulls. Yes. Uh, what do y'all think of Obi Toppin? I see. I haven't been able to keep up too much with Obi Toppin. I wasn't able to find that much when I was doing my homework on him. Um, I think he is he a, he's a power forward, correct? Yeah. Dayton? Six nine two twenty sophomore power forward. He's. He's fun. He's fun to watch. I saw him a little bit at Dayton. He's he's very fun to watch. Yeah. My roommate was hype is hyping him up. Shout out to Steve McAllister. I don't know if you're gonna watch this. I'll tell him to watch this, but Yeah, tell all your friends to watch this, man. You know the cloud we can grab. I will I will shout it out. I will shout you guys out as much as possible. Perfect. But uh he's he's a fun guy to watch. He's the Dayton's Dayton hasn't been that good recently, but then Obi Toppin got there. 
and it he's fun. Like I believe he's got the type of potential of like a Amari Stoudemire type thing. Oh, that's yeah. I was seeing a lot of com. You know what? The the stuff that I did see from Obi Toppin, they were comparing him heavily to yeah. Amari Stoudemire. A, a pick. I mean, is Cleveland the right spot for him? I don't know, but Cleveland's kind of like a, just like a, you know what I'm saying. They, I feel like Cleveland either needs they need anyone they can get, but they also might need someone that's specifically tailor made for that yes. for a certain position. You know what I mean? Like it's not it's not like any in between. I don't know. Yeah. So um, we listen. We got to talk real quick before we open up the phone lines. We got to talk about James Wiseman. Yes. Did we Wiseman. we didn't we didn't cover him yet on this pod. No, no. we didn't. Wiseman, okay. he ha- he could have had the potential to, if he was able to play out his college season at Memphis. That real dude. Oh my God. I don't want to go off on too much of a tangent, but real quick, Danny, how do you feel about the NCAA? I think there's like that was so scummy of them. This is this is not Iona affiliated, correct? No. Okay. The the NCAA is terrible. Yeah. I can't say that on Iona. I feel like they'll just comment my neck if I say something really? about it. Really. I'm just trying to be safe, but... No, I mean, dude, this is our own domain. I, I do not like the NCAA at all. The whole thing... I, it, it's just... It doesn't make any sense. Like, what what happened with that? He he got he received compensation, correct, a long, long time ago. Or his parents did? Something like that. And, and then, then he just, couldn't play because of that. He played, like, five games, and he looked phenomenal yeah. in all five of those games. And then he said, all right, this isn't worth it, and just said, I'm just going to do whatever. Right. And then now, now draft scouts don't have a potential uh, as good of a look as they could have, because the NCAA needs all the money they can get. Yes. You know, it's just it doesn't make any sense. To me. Which is why I like the fact that some players are just going, all right, G League. G- yeah, that's another thing too. You can go into the G League. Go to G League for a year, get, get drafted. Some compensation. Right. Isn't there a system being set up where they get compensation? It, it is set up. I, I, there's one player. I think he might be the top player in the class. I think he might in have in high got, school right now, right? Yeah, I think he might have said, "All right, G League time." And then I think <laughs> I think Isaiah Todd did the same thing. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens because if these players end up, if one of those players ends up being an absolute stud in the NBA. You're gonna see a lot of people like go into the G League. They're gonna, unless college comes up the way for the, which I believe they're starting to with athletes to get paid. They're gonna look at that and look at playing in the G League and be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go make some money real quick." Well, to me, it would be like if you're getting paid to go in the G League, right? To me, it comes down to: Do you want to get paid, or do you want to get potentially a better look at you from scouts and more notoriety? Yeah. Well, I feel like the, you're getting better competition in the G League because it's a bunch of former NBA players. That's true. That's true too. It it all it's all something to weigh into because I feel like a lot more eyes would get on you just from a, a, a well yeah col- preliminary college, look yeah college is it brings college more basketball eyes. yeah if you get to the tournament everyone's gonna watch that right so it it's just it would be but it's a very interesting system I think it's great I, I I'm all for it especially because you see a lot of players get you know injured in college sometimes you know you can end careers and they're not getting again they're not getting paid so it's it's just it's a tricky situation oh okay we got all right here we go. Wow! What? All right, we got a we got a live trade here. Seventy six. Oh, trading. whoa! Dude. Why are you getting? You sold the bag. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, dude. Seventy six is trading Al Horford in the first round and second round pick Al to Horford. to the Thunder for Danny Green. Sam Presti, you're out of the game. <laughs> dude, what? I didn't even know that. I thought there was like a rule where Danny Green couldn't be traded. I don't hate that for the Thunder. That's a great trade for the Thunder. Listen, dude, we're the fucking we're the champs. <laughs> we're we're champs. Yeah. What the heck? This is the first time we actually got a live update during the podcast. That's, this that's is crazy. Wait, hit it hit the bump. It was a Woj tweet. Oh shit! Woj tweet. I've been waiting so so long to do that. So long. 
Uh, yeah, this 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 changes the game. I think uh, Al Horford right, uh, isn't is is a shell of what he used to be, but still though, I mean, it's pretty much a lateral move with Stephen yeah. Adams. I I think that this is great because I think everyone knew with the Al Horford contract was just holding everything back, and yeah. it was a contract that you had to. Oh shit! To. Wait, that there, I was about to say there comes a contract with that though. Yeah, that contract. I mean, it's not gonna matter because the Thunder are as they're you tanking, said they're tanking, they're tanking anyway. anyway. Yeah, so, yeah, true, 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 true. And he's a he's a veteran guy. He's a locker room guy. So well, there you go. So there, there's your leader, dude. Uh, it, <laughs> Come it's, on, man. It'll that now that's 18 picks now. Oh my 18. God, Sam Preston. Dude, 18 picks. You know what? Just. I mean, clearing up the cap oh, space though. Kill it, clearing up the cap space though is really nice. Yeah. For the Sixers, but I, it's it's. I wouldn't hate it for the 76ers if they didn't get Danny Green. What this does now though. And give away picks. What this also does now is. Love that. It clears up potential cap space for uh, a James Harden trade. That's yeah, true. That so there, true. there might be, there might be. I see. I don't know. I and I wanted to bring this up too, real quick, and we'll go to the calls, and then we'll uh, we'll end off for today. But I don't know if I can trust basketball media anymore, because I've been seeing so many different stories coming out of this yeah. James Harden situation. James Harden himself posted uh, an Instagram story <laughs> of him uncapping an electrolyte water, and putting it down on the floor, seemingly signifying gap. But also, you have. The guys like and I don't know, I don't know if Woj, I think Woj put out some tweets on this or something. Yeah. It's just all the the major basketball and this might be more indicative of the NBA than anything, not handling their stuff. But I see one report that he might be going to the 76ers. Another report that he goes to the Nets. Another report that he doesn't like the the head coach Stephen Silas, and then another report that he wants to stay in in the Rockets. Yeah, and I mean, then another report that the Rockets don't want to don't want to trade him. And then another report that the Rockets are considering a trade package for the Nets. It's like what the what's going on? That's the media, bro. You're going to get that all the time. That's I, been happening since 2001. I get that, but I feel like this is the first time, at least for me, and that might be uh, <laughs> might say something about me too. This is the first time I've seen it maybe on, on this type. And maybe because it's with such a big player like Harden, this yeah. is the first time I've seen something like that. That's well, pretty crazy. The thing is... It's I like, think how do I do my job? I can't come in here and, and pod, and I don't... You know what I'm saying? If it, if it comes from... Unless it comes from Woj or... And that is massive. Unless it comes from Woj or Shams. Yeah. Nothing. I don't believe yeah. it. That, Once that, it that comes is, out from them, like, ah, it's true. That is an old adage that, that I've heard. Is, and that if you're confused, that's that's the go, go to, to Woj. Right. Yeah, just go to Woj or Shams, one of the two. Yeah, In our Lord and Savior, Woj Christ. Well, yeah, yes. he's the only reliable one, really. In Woj, we trust. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Do we want to open up the, the phone lines now, boys? Harassing people? Why not? It's up to you guys. Okay. Nudge? Let's go do it. All right. Turn your key with mine. We'll, uh, we'll call these boys up. I feel like we should we should call Kyle up and, and confront him about his horrible takes. That's up to you, man. Yeah, I've all right. Never heard him give me a horrible take. What you, what what takes have you heard from him? Nothing. Hey, that makes sense. <laughs> I don't he, think I don't think I've ever heard him give a take. Yeah. We'll see in a second. Also, Kyle, if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> but I, I don't agree with your takes. Does he know you're calling? Uh oh, actually, I should probably text him, right? Yeah. All right, guys. Oh, he, there's a phone under there. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> we got all the bells and whistles in here. All right, keep everyone entertained while I text Kyle. Uh, so how's life? Let's 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 take a little sports break. Uh, Thanksgiving's coming up. Lockdown yeah. potentially. Yeah. Well, you know how it is. And when 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 you leaving? I'm leaving. I was supposed to actually leave on Tuesday, but uh, that didn't happen because uh. I mean, I, my parents are going to come to get me, so I'm leaving on Friday now. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, me too. Nice. Yeah, same. 20th. That's my last test. Yeah. All right, so Kyle is unavailable. Changed right. his mind. So we have – we could call Jerry. Jerry was All expecting right. a call from us. All right. All right, let's see. No, no, no. That's it. No, no. 
Jerry, if you're listening, nothing personal. Uh, the Heat and Celtics series has been over for three months. Dude, okay. yeah, you were you were apologizing for that. No need, man. <laughs> I the mean, Celtics played like kind of trashy. Yeah, it's so cool with the phones under there. Right? I, I can't get over that. Yeah. Well, it doesn't always work, so we're going to Yeah, see. it's very testy. We'll see. Find out. Hey Jerry, you're uh, we're gonna put you in on live on the air in a second. Is that all right? All right, buddy. Talk to you in a second. So wait, can the Jerry can you hear us? Yep. That's right. so cool. Oh my god. Yeah, one second. Hold on, one sec. All right. That's gonna... that's so cool. Let's put that down I'm... here. I'm a big fan of that. What's up? Yeah, listen, we got we got all the functionality of a radio station in here. All right, Jerry, you are live on the air on the Spread in the Floor podcast. Uh, listen, introduce yourself, introduce your your fandom to which team you you've you've hitched your wagon, and and we'll uh, we'll we'll proceed from there. All right, uh, I'm Jerry, and I'm a Celtics fan. Hitch my wagon to them. Hitch my wagon. Well, a while. No, to be to be fair though, you know, Jerry, you've been a Celtics fan since the beginning, Patriots fan, all that stuff. Great New England guy, but Jerry, we wanted to kind of pick your brain here. What do we want to? What do we want to ask him? We want to ask him. What do you want to talk about, Jerry? Trades, free agency. Oh, we can talk about the draft. You want me to ask you the question? No, no, I'm sitting. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm still getting used to the phones. No, uh, all right. I, I guess we could talk about your your mock draft for the first five. Who do you have going where in the fir- in the top five picks for the draft tonight? Uh, well, I mean, like, I think it'll be interesting to see who Minnesota uh, has going first because it, it, it's kind of 50 50 split at this point between anthony edwards and, and lamello uh i don't really know wh- what you guys think should go first but i think both of them are probably going to go top three and then wiseman i think would head to the warriors if they don't trade the pick yeah and then um obi Toppin and, and other guys too they might go four and five as well four and five yeah i mean that, that makes sense we kind of had i think we had the 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 feel around the room is that lamello was going first won. Then mm-hmm. Just because I don't know, yeah. did you see that? You see the Anthony Edward uh, quote today? I did not know what he said. He said that he kind of he likes playing basketball, but not really, and that if he could get drafted to the NFL, he'd probably just go there. He said, "I love basketball, but I don't watch it. It's I don't watch like, it." Which essentially yeah. was his way of saying, "Hey, if I'm not in a winning position, I might not try that hard." If if I'm kind of deciphering that correctly, I don't know. The work ethic question is a problem. Yeah. I mean that's not that's not ideal. If that is you're, not, uh, listen, if yeah, if you're if you're getting <laughs> drafted, if you're getting drafted tonight and you're you're saying at the day of the draft, like, hey guys, fair warning, you know, like that's probably not the best thing to say. So I mean, we, maybe then maybe then a situation like the Warriors would be a help for them, right? Yeah, if he just goes to the Warriors and he, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's, I don't know where he fits in though. At Golden State, they need a center. I don't either. They already have. They already have so much. Yeah, you know they, what I'm they saying? Got, the, they got Steph and Clay. Yeah, they already have a one and two spots. So I mean, I guess you could talk to Wiggins because Wiggins is he's apparently if Anthony Edwards goes one and proves not to work that hard, then he's Wiggins 2.0. Well, that's what I'm saying. So he would Wig- fit right into that Minnesota system, yeah, exactly. not trying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jimmy Butler <laughs> was him right. D'Angelo. Yeah, oh, that's true. Actually, D'Angelo has the work ethic. We, we were gonna say, we were gonna say, a, a contrast to that would be he he might pair well with D'Angelo. Same thing with Lamelo, actually. Yes, Anthony you know? Edwards would pair better if he tries. Yeah, but uh, Lamelo could it could work. It could work. I I have a question for you guys. Uh, I'm a Celtics fan. The okay. uh, Celtics have three picks tonight, and they've kind of been dangling Gordon Hayward out on the trade market. You think you think he's gonna get moved tonight if they're gonna move up, or th- what's going on there? I think uh, they I think they move up and they move him. I I don't even know if they need to move up. Actually, yeah, they could use the space. They were trying to they were, they were trying to go in the top five, right, Jerry? Am I hearing that correctly? 
I know at least I know at least top ten. I know they wanted to move up in like the top ten area. They had I, I don't know exactly who they're enamored with, but they're enamored with somebody. They're willing to package all three picks and Hayward to potentially move up. What if they got James Wiseman? Why, oh yeah, I know the Celtics. Celtics talking need earlier, a and he was talking about Atlanta. Maybe that would be a possible move. What What could happen is uh, they could package. This is me coming off the trail off the top of my head. This is not a rumor. Okay. Uh, maybe like they could package like Gordon Hayward, those three picks. Then you get back, like, uh, you package Gordon Hayward, Daniel Tice, those three picks. You get back in return the two pick and, like, Andrew Wiggins. So then you could take Wiseman. You, you can take it. You can have Wiggs come off the bench. And that wouldn't you, be that bad. And then yeah, you can, you can have Wiggs come. Well, Wiseman. Put Wiseman at center. Yeah, dude. That And that's the thing. The Celtics, Danny too. Danny Ainge, they, listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Like, the, 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 the Celtics, I feel like the key – the key would be would be player development too. I mean, if they could develop past where they were this year, they could be killers. But if they get a great center, forget about it. Yeah, that's the that's what killed them in the Miami series. Bam Adebayo just toyed with Daniel Tice, toyed with Robert Will, he toyed with everyone. And uh, exactly. And yeah. you, I think that show goes to show that you need a competent. You can't. I mean, obviously, small balls and worth. Rockets tried that. That didn't yeah. happen. But you need a competent big man. You can't Rocket just shit. <laughs> yeah. One thing I wanted to ask you guys too: Is it just me, or did the Bucks wildly overpay for the two guys they got over the weekend? No, they didn't wildly overpay to me because uh, it, they need to show to Giannis. I mean, yeah. five picks is a lot, but they need to show to Giannis that we're willing to throw everything just to the, get you to stay. The thing is, the name of the game is that it's a win now move for Giannis. I think so. Uh, it, it's really like it could be that they overpaid Jerry, but I want to wait till the result to see if they overpaid or not. That would be what what would yes. hinge on that for me. But if I'm because if I'm Giannis, I'm looking around and like if if Harden ends up going to Brooklyn, which I mean I don't know whether that's realistic or not. But even with the Warriors coming back and the Lakers coming back, I don't know if Drew Holiday is enough for I, them to get put over the edge. And now if Giannis leaves at the end of the year, you have no draft picks. That's it, true. It's it, it's definitely a win now. Put every you know all your they're cards going on all the table. in. It's, yeah. it's an all in move. I mean Drew Holiday. He could be that guy actually, because he he'll step up in the playoffs. I've said I said like I feel like it's been an hour ago. I'm not sure. I haven't kept track of time. It's been about an hour, it's about 54 uh, minutes in. Yeah, uh, Drew Holiday is the most one of the most underrated players in the league, and probably arguably the best on-ball defender in the in the league, at least at the guard spot. Excuse me. Uh, and uh, he can feel step up when needed, unlike Eric Bledsoe. And I I just think yeah. it's a way better fit. Yeah, so. but you know, like like like. Coop said earlier, does that, you know, get Giannis over the hump? You know, is that what they needed? Yeah, that's the it, thing, too. I'm, I'm very I'm very curious about this. I, I'm going to be curious to see how this, especially like Jerry said with Brooklyn, I'm very curious to see how this is going to play out and how all the check, the, the, the chip stacking is going to go. I don't know. Yes. It, we don't know. It's going to be interesting. I can't wait. It's going to be fun to watch at the very least. But. How, how do you think the East is going to shape up this year, Jerry? Uh, uh, probably... Honestly, it, it depends what Brooklyn does. If Brooklyn's able to land Harden, then I think a lot more highly of them than I do now. But I also kind of feel like the Harden trade might be a complete disaster for them. So it, it's kind of a – I wouldn't want to say wide open because obviously Brooklyn and Milwaukee are probably the heavier favorites. But I'm interested to see, too, if Miami was not a fluke, if they're the real deal. And then also, too, like where Philly comes back, right. that type of thing. And then obviously True. the Celtics and, and other teams will probably be in the mix there as well. Yeah, it's man. Much more competitive than it was in the LeBron days, obviously. But now, like as we move forward and some of the younger teams start to get older, and the other teams are loading up on stars, it'll be different. You give it time. 
Yeah. All right. And so for, for uh, I don't think we ever got, well, we were kind of kind of getting started on that. What do you think? All right. So you have the number one for the Minnesota Timberwolves. You think, what, Anthony Edwards goes there? Or, or LaMelo? Uh, it seems like LaMelo at this point is the favorite. LaMelo, okay. What do you have for number two? Wiseman. Wiseman, yep. Okay, same. Charlotte Hornets? That would probably be the leftover of Anthony Edwards or uh, LaMelo, so I would guess Anthony Edwards. Okay, probably. Uh, Chicago Bulls? Uh, they're kind of interesting. I would, I could see them going with Poppin because like they already have the guard in white and Levine, and then they also have – they've drafted big men the last couple of years with um, – with Laurie and then Wendell Carter, so I think right. Toppin would kind of fit that kind of extra wing slot that they have going there. Or Denny. What's that? Or Denny. I, I, I'm I, I'm forever gonna to butcher this guy's name, but Denny Denny Adija Adija. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's another forward that's that's pretty promising. Great overall player. Uh, all right, so you had for oh wait one sec, two bucks in oh boy another one. G- guard reportedly hasn't agreed to sign a trade with King. All right, we'll handle that in a second. Hold on. Wait, so, no, is 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 it? Uh, oh, I thought it was Ben Simmons. No, no. It wasn't okay, okay. Uh, we have like live trades going in right now, uh, Jerry. We have, oh, we have breaking news. We had a little bit of breaking news. I don't know if you heard. Al Horford got signed to the uh to the to the Oklahoma City Thunder. They gave away Danny Green for two first round picks again, or a first and a second round pick. Wait, the Thunder of Danny Green now. The, the Thunder gave away Danny Green after they got him for Dennis Schroeder to L.A. Oh, that's right, yes. Yeah, so. It's too much to keep up with. And now Al Horford's on the Thunder. Now Al Horford's on the Thunder, and we are set with about 18 first-round picks at this point? It's 17, Good. 18, something Seven, like that. Somewhere in that, somewhere in that area. Wild. Um, all right. So for Chicago, what did you have? Obi Toppin? Yeah, and then who's five? Five is Cleveland Cavaliers. They're... they're they could really go with anything at this point because, I mean, the best remaining player at that point would probably be who the European guy, right? Yeah, Denny. Denny. They have nothing. I mean, yeah. as long as they don't pick a guard. If they pick another point guard, I'm, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> they pick Colin Sexton, they're picking Garland, and now they're, they, pick like, they pick like Tyrese Halliburton. <laughs> no offense to that guy, but they need, a, they, need a, some kind, they need someone that's not a guard. The Cavs, except for the four LeBron picks, the four LeBron years, like picked at in like the top five every single year, and all of those draft picks except for Kyrie Irving flopped, and he doesn't play for them anymore. Yeah, like, I've never seen somebody other than the Knicks. Like I've never seen people blow consecutive picks with the well, I mean, volume and success. I mean, they turned. They, they did. They did turn Andrew Wiggins into Kevin Love. That's true. That That's true. they did do, which is credit. Chad to credit. Him. Yeah, credit. But credit where credit's due. No, I, I agree with you. I think I think really Cleveland. We were talking about that earlier in the episode. Cleveland Cavaliers just really need anyone, anyone they can get their hands on. Yeah, I mean at that point they're probably just picking the best available player at that point because <laughs> nothing. Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate you having uh, or coming on to uh, to talk to us here, Jerry. We gotta wrap up soon. Might call another person, might not. But uh, I appreciate you calling in, buddy. And All right, uh, we, yeah, we'll we'll see you. We'll probably have you on a future episode again. Maybe in person. Yeah. We'll, who knows. All right, All right, buddy. Enjoy the draft. All right, All right, TJ. That phone is still so cool to me. I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, it's very cool. <laughs> it's just the functionality is off the charts. All right, coming into the hour, I guess we could wrap it up here. Does anyone have any closing thoughts? Uh, Miami either trade for a big that can block shots or draft a big that can block shots that isn't like 6'5 or 6'6. Six, six. Fair enough. So then we could match up with some of the other teams. We're going to have a lot to talk about on the next podcast. That's all I know. Dude. 
Yeah. Thought we had a lot to talk about in this one. We actually, yeah. I'm surprised that we we the fitted crazy, it in. Craziest thing is free agency isn't even. We haven't even sniffed free agency yet. That's yeah. the thing. Like I'm, I'm, I'm surprised personally that we fit all of this into an hour. Yeah. And we we left some stuff out. Like we could have talked about. Actually, before we end off, do we want to talk about the new jerseys real quick? Which ones? There was a lot of new. There's the new Oklahoma City yeah. jerseys. Oh, can I just say this? Uh, they had Kelly Oubre, the the good looking, the best good looking player. I can't talk. The best looking player in the league. Yeah. Model for those Suns jerseys. Of course. And the next day they just shipped them out. Yeah. Like they had posted the picture of them and everything like that. Then they just. Yeah, and you know what's crazy? If they had if if they had not posted it before the next day, before he got traded, they would have put it up anyways. Because yeah. he's Kelly Oubre. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I will say I did see the new OKC ones. Yeah, what do you think? Not a fan. What? I actually haven't seen them yet. Oh, Why not? Uh, look them up. I'll look at them now. You know, just I just. Which they, one is it? They remind me of like, the side of like a styrofoam cup in the '90s. Uh. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. Oh wait. Oh, these, it's like the blue with Let like the kind. Turn, turn around, turn around. It's like the kind. Hold on, I'm getting the picture up still. Uh, yeah, it's like something like that. It's like, I know it's blurry, but. Look at the one on the left, too. That no, those, are, those are nice, the one on the left. That's not, I don't know if that was the one I was talking that's, about, though. Those aren't it. Those, uh, that's the one I was talking about. Yeah. I like those. Yeah, these ones are pretty sweet. I, I like these ones. Uh, Everyone get on your laptops, look up jerseys. Yes. Uh, yeah, wait, show me the ones you were talking about. I was I was talking about those. You got the you nailed it. Yeah. Those are the ones. These ones I I, I really like. I, I don't know if the mic picked that up at all, but I I do. These are pretty nice. What? Which ones? The ones. These ones. Oh yeah, yeah. Those are fire. Yeah. Two uh, you first. could probably edit the pod. Are you allowed to edit the podcast and throw up the pictures so they can see what we're yeah, talking? Yeah, yeah, okay. dude. I'll, I'll definitely do that. I know we don't. The video stopped halfway through, so this is probably going to be an audio only episode now. Sweet. But yeah, we'll, 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 we'll figure it out. <laughs> I don't even know how that happened, bro. Nigel, today was today was a a rough episode. Yeah, I'm not. I'm really not crazy about these about these jerseys. You don't like those? Really? Not crazy about them. It does kind of low key look like the outside of a bottle you'd find at a gas station. That, yeah, they. I don't know. It but I kind of like it though. I like. I do like these jerseys. I think these jerseys are sick. Yeah, yeah the, the, they had those last year. That's those, the one. Those, those are really those nice. Are yeah. I like those. I put that in my top five jersey videos. Yeah. yeah. Those are just sick. Nothing will ever beat the uh, not the vice ones, but the the twelve thirteen uh, white hot ones. Oh, you talking about? They're uh, just white. It was white. The the numbers are white on white. It yeah. was so not. Uh, those those are those are sexy. I miss those days. I like the throwback Nets ones. Yes, the Nets ones. To are the nice. New Jersey's Nets, New Jersey Nets. Excuse me. Yes. I like the Valley ones this year. The Suns, the one that the the Kelly Oubre modeled ones. Tsunami Poppy, yeah. I like San Antonio new ones. Uh, yeah. San Antonio's new ones. I'm starting to. The Spurs, it's, it's kind of cool. Run out of steam, but yeah, it's, it's like it's not. It's like minimalistic, but yeah. it's not too. They're going retro. All the jerseys are going retro. Yeah, that's I what mean, I'm saying, man. It, everyone but the Heat. The Heat are just buying. I, I love the Vice style, but they got to switch it up. <laughs> they, they, we're running out of options. If here. it ain't broke, don't fix it. I, don't I think, mean, I don't think you need a new jersey every year, though. Like, I don't know. That's why what I'm saying. That's what the Celtics do, and low key, kind of like the Knicks too little bit. No, nah, yeah. I like it. Keeps the things next, fresh. The next don't go. You what? You what I need to bring back is the Christmas Day jerseys. Yeah. The Christmas Day jerseys. Uh, I like I like the sleeve jerseys. I. <laughs> they had the, they had them on the All Star team, the 2014 All Star game, yeah. and they just rubbed me the wrong way. And Why? they tried to. Well, those, just, were, those were ugly as hell. Those were they just were so tight. I remember LeBron had like, his on, and he's like, I hate these, and just ripped off the sleeves, <laughs> and then just started playing yeah. better. But, Could be uh, a LeBron thing to do. Yeah. Big body. I like I like the sleeve. 
2016 finals cap. Those ones, oh, those are classic. <laughs> those I love nice. those. Those what are gonna actually? go. Those are gonna go down history just because of the block. We gotta do yeah. another. Uh, Danny, I will say this before we uh, we wrap up with the jerseys here. You will be, uh, you know. Invited back on the Absolutely, show. I think it's safe to say. You're a very, very good uh, tertiary uh, host. I, I don't want to say you're, you're a guest because you're definitely more of a of a, a stand-in host from time to time. But, yes, this is another great jersey I like is the Oregon ones. The Rip City. The Portland not, ones? The Portland ones. The Portland ones. Those Anything are nice. Yeah, I like those. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Again, it's, I think a lot of the name of the game here this year is using a lot of color but making it minimalistic. Yeah. Trying to fit in color where you can. I don't know. Those are kind of boring to me, but. Uh, compared to like what we've seen, yeah. Yeah. But I kind of like the Oregon text. I like the the orange. You know, I don't know. I think Portland has good jerseys anyway, though. I don't really think I even need those. I you like, like the you like the, the, like the Rip City jerseys. The Rip City ones are fire. Yeah. I miss. I love the Rip City ones. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Really? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think I think I think the Knicks need a new jersey. I will say that. You don't really. Yeah. I. The next jerseys are classic. I like the no, the classic ones can stay. That's not the problem. Oh, the, the alternate they, ones. They need to. I mean, I, I like the alternate ones with the fire department thing and all. Yeah. But but I, I think they need like a just a jersey. You know, like just like one like Miami has Vice City. Yeah. It's a go-to nice looking jersey. New York doesn't have that. They need like a Manhattan. I mean, they can't go to Brooklyn, but because Brooklyn has that. But Ew. I mean, they should. They they can have like a Manhattan based uh, jersey maybe. They just need to, to mess around nice. with the color scheme. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know how many, like, you know. They have blue just, and orange. To me, orange. To me the, my favorite rendition of the Knicks jerseys was the Carmelo ones. Yeah. The, well, those are pretty much still the same ones they have. Yeah, I like I like when the teams would go St. Patrick's Day occasionally. And just throw, nice. They just randomly just throw green in there. Yeah. 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 Another one I like really, though, is I, I hate to go off on a little tangent here, but I like the Chicago ones. Which ones? Another one. Also very, very good. Year. I do like that. I, I like the, the lettering is nice. It fits. Yeah, it fits Chicago. Like it seems those. like this year too. While there there have been city jerseys in the past, they're, they're actually they're actually like rent like that's that's Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, yeah. That's the, I could see. I, the I, Chicago I want a, a jersey like that for the Knicks. Yeah, that I, I see sick. where you're coming from. That'd be nice. Yeah. What would it be like a? It'd say New York. Would it be like okay. a Broadway type and thing. It would be, yeah, it would be like a like, pizza. And it would be like. Half the, the half of the letter would be in orange. The other half would like the bottom half of the letter would be in blue, mm. and then it would just you know it would just be sick. You know what they could do is uh, they could do it. Uh, they can do it based on like the subways. Yeah. They could have like the yeah. New York and like the number could be yeah. like in yeah. like a subway yeah, thing. Kind of cool. like what I like what Philadelphia did here. Let me say this is gonna be. I'm gonna need to pass it all the way over to Nigel in a second. It's not bad. I think I've seen those. Not I, mu- I must just have the, the unpopular opinion when it comes to NBA jerseys. I think those are fire. Eh, it's like, they're okay. They're Did not bad. Know? Nah, it's fucking stupid. What? Yo! <laughs> yo. <laughs> nah, it's, not, it's not bad. It's just like... What is, why is, there, what is there Chinese lettering on the top? What is that's that? not Chinese. How bold of you to assume, Nigel? What You're going to get this <laughs> podcast canceled. That's why, I'm, that's why I'm asking. What is that? Chinese lettering? That's not even Chinese no, lettering, dog. That's just a town. <laughs> See, that's, that's not stupid to I you? I couldn't even tell what it was. Uh, Yo, right, well, yeah, that, that's, that okay, is uh, Philadelphia. I'll, I'll cop to it. I'll cop to it. I didn't know that what that was, but I certainly didn't think it was Chinese lettering. But I, I can see I why. I didn't know what the thing yeah. was. I, I, I may have thought it was something Chinese. But, you know, that's just. Uh, the more, I, the I think there was something it meant, but I, I just forget what it was. But I just I didn't really care enough to look into it because I just didn't like yeah. the look of it. I like the Atlanta Hawks ones. The Hawks the have. The MLK ones. The Hawks have the. Some of the most underrated jerseys. The new ones that came out this, they yeah. mean, I mean, last year they were, eh, but like they used to have, like back in like when Schroeder, when it was like Schroeder, Corver, and them boys. You like the neon? Yeah. The neon, that was nice. Yeah. And uh, I like 
I like the ones they came out with this this year. The, this year's these year's jerseys. I don't know if you've seen them or not. Like the whole not not the all not the city ones, but the home and away ones. No, I haven't seen those yet. Are they I, good? I like the Oregon jerseys. The Oregon jerseys? Yeah, those. Yeah, well, which one? These? Uh, go up, go up, go up, go up. Those. Oh, the Oakland. Oakland, yeah. Yeah, well, that's what that's what I was gonna bring up next. Yeah. Danny, have you seen the new Oakland ones? You didn't like those. It's a, it's a throwback to, to the Monte Ellis one. Oh, right? You didn't like those. Oh, the the Weevil. I didn't like those. I love those. Uh, those are. I like those. Because I, I love what. The, the Weevil League Warriors are very <laughs> are cool. Like. Yeah, the, I I love those. This is what I They're was nice. talking about too. Uh, taking these headphones off. It's way too sweaty on my head. Uh, these. Oh, those are sick. I don't like the middle yeah. one, but I definitely like the two on the no, outside. Those are classic. I love yeah. those. I'm so happy the Hawks did that. Let's see what else we got here. Wrap up soon. Um, my, 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 my Sacramento. You guys are you guys are probably gonna get a bunch of pictures of jerseys if you, you said the cameras off. Yeah. So the guys are you're gonna get a bunch of jersey pictures or something like that. We we might we might don't don't get them too hyped up. Okay, there, I'm sorry. I don't know if it's gonna be audio only because of finals, but we'll see what we can do with that. All right. Um. And we'll we'll be going back to Monday next week, but we just we we wanted to see if we can do the stream on Wednesday this week. That's why it's coming out late. Sorry about that. Memphis, I like their new jerseys. I I, I, I don't remember them. Be honest. Yeah, I got you. Really f- poor framing with the. Actually, that's not bad. I'll show you in a second, Nigel. Uh, I like those. Those are pretty good. Yeah, like those. yeah, those, those are nice. Memphis always comes out with solid jerseys, in my personal opinion. They always do, yeah. The only ones I. I Especially kinda, with the kind of a crappy color scheme, too. Yeah, the only ones I don't like, I was going to say, are the ones that are all basically teal. No, like, I love I love those. Like, I don't like the. Like, their, their basic home and away jerseys where it's just like the, like the navy blue. Like, I, navy I'm not blue? a. No, that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah. I didn't like that. It was too the, much. The, it was home and away. Like, the, the, the default Gr- Grizzlies jerseys. I'm just not a fan of them. But like, I, think, same, I think we're talking about the same one, yeah. I believe so. I'm not yeah. sure. But Yeah, I know what you mean, though. Yeah. It's, it's like too much. Yeah, you can't have too much of a dosage of that. Uh, all right. We can talk about uh, Sacramento posted, but it's Sacramento. Hey. Do we stay? We stay hating on Sacramento on this podcast. All right, we've got to talk about the relevant teams. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I mean, they made true. a trade. They traded Bogdanovich, which that's true. Terrible idea, my personal opinion. I mean, no, I I'm, I'm, ex- go tank. I'm excited. Yeah, to they're, see, they're in tank mode. I'm excited to see what my guy Dante Divincenzo does with a bigger role. He's on the Kings now, right? Yeah, he's, he's yeah. gonna. He's probably gonna start. Hopefully, maybe. He's nice. He's, he's nice. nice. Did I you hope... see the tweets when he before he got drafted? No, nah, I didn't. He's like soccer's gay. Hey like, yo. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he he said he said a bunch of stuff. I think he tweeted the N word too. Oh uh, come on, Dante, you're better yeah, than that. Yeah, yeah. He was like, my mom's my mom's like a bitch. She doesn't let me play. Like it was like what? But it was all like I mean like listen like everyone everyone t- I didn't tweet any of that stuff. Yeah. But like when I when I was 11, I remember I would tweet like I love pizza and yeah. I thought I was like unique for that. Um, everyone everyone yeah can- I guess does that. But cancel culture going back to like 20 years ago, finding someone's Twitter account. Come on now. You like, think so? No. Yeah. I'm not a fan of that, but at the same time like. Well, I think there's different cadences. We'll get into that on a different yeah. podcast. But if, if there's, like, the N-word involved, I think that, it that's a, into. Yeah, that's a problem. But, um, but yeah. Uh, well, without further ado, that has been our allotted usual hour 15 time frame. Guys, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Come back for more. This will probably either be an audio only or I'll do a, uh, a what's it called, a headliner app per Demergis. Uh, a headliner app post of this, and you guys will see it on the YouTube as well. Shout out, Mike. Shout out, Mike. Shout out, Big Mike in the uh, in the what? Big Mike in, in the Murphy Center. There you yes. go. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, guys, that is that has been the episode, this episode, excuse me, of, of Spreading the Floor, 25th episode. Yeah. We're really getting up there, Nige. Yeah, we are. 25th. Jeez. Quarter, no. quarter to 100. 
quarter to 100. I don't even know what we're going to do yeah. from 50. I want to say thank you both for having me on. I've had a blast. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Time, you were just going to stand in, kind of be uh, more of a the technical guy, but you really filled in, and you did a great job. You killed it. I appreciate it. Definitely got a future ahead of you. All right. Thanks, guys, and uh, we'll see you next time. Peace. Next Deuces. Time.